Have you ever wondered how would you feel if you are in a room with some of the most experienced and most influential leaders of the world? How are you going to project yourself? What if they started speaking to you? How are you going to have a good conversation with them? In this episode, Jessica Wijaja shares the importance of being confident and believing in yourself as she represents Indonesia as the youngest head of delegation to G20 in the world. Well, let's cue the intro and jump straight into the conversation. So the big question is this, how is it possible that shy and socially awkward individuals like us can have the confidence to approach a stranger and strike a meaningful conversation? To have the ability to network and connect with yourself so that you can network and connect with others. To not only survive, but thrive in this noisy world and be the connector you're meant to be. And at the same time, be the truest, most authentic version of yourself. That's the question and this podcast will give you the answer. My name is Ping Hendra and welcome to Network and Connect Podcast. I actually met her back in Shanghai and she wasn't who she is now. Back in the day, she was a completely different person and it was amazing uh, transformation that she has gone through all these years. I think she has amazing breakthrough six years ago until now. Massive, massive transformation. Had delegation of Indonesia to Japan, uh, Saudi Arabia, and the upcoming Italy G20. Uh, because G20 advisory body is Women 20. Women 20 is the uh, advisory body of the G20 in a woman sector. So we are actually uh, really working together with the G20 and all the international organizations such as United Nations and so on. So uh, this is why we work closely with the United Nations, just especially you and women, because uh, we are special. We are especially in uh, in women issue which is uh, broad woman issues that is happening in our, our life and in general in the world. So I think this is the, uh, the great example of uh, women empowerment that happened uh, in the world because this is an a international organization. That's a handful. Let's shock the audience a little bit. Um, when I first get to know her, she's a model. And now she is doing something big, major with the with the world, right? So maybe you can share a little bit about about your journey before uh, and to now. What's going on? What happened? So when I met you, it was actually we were partying together and all, you know, <laughs> in Shanghai and with all the friends. And we are Indonesian, so we have like a community together, like Indonesian community in Shanghai, right? So we are we are all best friends, and uh, we are close together. And we eat Shao Kao, you know. You remember that? I always remember that. <laughs> it's like it's like two a.m. in the morning, but you know. I think as a young generation, uh, I need to say to all people that everybody will have that face in life. You know, everybody will want to have that fun life and without any burdens and also without any uh, responsibilities like how we are today. Of course, that we don't really uh, we don't really know what we will do in the future at that time. So that's why you said that. Back then, I was so different because I was doing modeling. It's so 
crazy being in modeling and then you choose to uh, change it to uh, politics and international politics. I actually, actually right now I'm focusing in more in international politics, even though I'm in a political party. But, a but I'm in a political party as a member of foreign affairs department. So actually, I'm, my relation is still in the foreign policy. So when I met you at that time, um, I was a model, doing model in Shanghai and also in Indonesia, like some teen magazines. Not many people know this, though. Like, not many people really know that uh, I was doing photo shoot and being a model. <laughs> so I think that um, that's a good example that... Uh, life is a surprise, you know, because I myself never in a million years I thought that I want to be or I will be like this today. I mean, I, I don't count myself as successful yet, but it's very different, uh, different path that I choose that I changed to that path. And at that time, I'm, I was doing modeling. I was going back to Indonesia and after I finished my degree, and I have a gap for several years, like may, maybe two to three years that uh, I'm going to, I, I was I was doing uh, online shop, like a boutique, you know, uh, I was opening that, but it wasn't successful. But at that time, I was so sad why it was not successful. But I think you just need to be thankful that something that is not working, something that was not working was actually a very good path for you and actually uh, that is really showing you the way the the right way that you should live maybe it's a, it's a very uh, beautiful thing that happened in my life so I think the transformation itself I didn't choose it it was just I was just following uh, the flow so I think that's it <laughs> I didn't really choose it so uh, I was writing a book and then the, all the people, um, like minister, like my book, and then they endorsed it. And at the time, I entered the political world, and at that time, I was I was starting to be in politics. Tell us more about the book. So, what what got you uh, inspired to write that book that is being um, picked up by the by the politicians, basically. My first book was about mental revolution. It's actually, I was inspired by President Jokowi Dodo that we need to have a mental foundation to really change uh, the society. That's why I was writing that. But at that time, I really don't know that it will be endorsed by ministers and I'll be in public and such and such. So what I know is that I just want to write it and I just want to publish it. Can you show us the book, please? I don't, I don't know if you can see it. Kalbu Indonesia, right? Right. Wow, look at that. And it's it's amazing that you, you read that book and it got picked up immediately and then the, the your life is completely different, right? So from the from you first started writing that book, I mean publishing that book until you get into UN. How long I mean the, the, the gap was? Three years. Three years. Three years. Wow, did you get any training slash preparation or you just go for it? No, I was learning from, you know, I was lucky because I was learning from the best of the best, like from the teacher uh, itself. So I really, I was really thankful about that because it's just not something that I really choose to be. 
sometimes I just know people and then they um, they really want to uh, help me and that understanding you know uh, that I want to I, I didn't say that I want to be a diplomat or something like that maybe they just see the potential and they they just thought you like being a friend but at the same time because we had many conversations so that's why we're uh, have a very good relationship right now with my mentors with all my mentors I see so what is your first assignment in foreign relations my first assignment was about oh I, I won the diplomacy competition it's from foreign policy community Indonesia so I won uh, the first place and I was awarded by ambassador of Indonesia to United States, Dr. Dino Patijalo, and I was also uh, awarded by Ambassador of uh, Australia to ASEAN. It's uh, Ambassador Her Excellency Jane Duke. So I was awarded, and at that time, I wasn't doing anything foreign policy uh, at the time. So I was actually just uh, joining the competition, and then I won. After I won, uh, there are so many other network there. So uh, they chose me to be. Uh, oh, I, I was internship in uh, Perth, Australia before, because I I won that diplomacy competition, and then uh, I went to Australia to Perth to have uh, an interview because I interviewed some of the people and also do research right there. And after that. I continue my master degree after I graduated. I continued my doctoral degree, and after that, I was just you know uh, maybe I forgot you know I forgot very detailed because life is very fast. It's very fast paced, so I didn't really even keep it keep it up with that. You know, sometimes I was like, oh my god, this is I was burnt out so much. So. And then I was chosen to be the head delegation of Indonesia to the W20, which is also the advisory body of the G20, which is the current position. And G20 presidency is changing every year, right? So uh, I started since Japan, and then this year is Saudi Arabia, and next year is Italy. I think that's quite a journey. <laughs> It is. So tell us more about um, W20. W20 is an organization about women issues. We do advisory body, we write, communicate, and we really connect with some uh, international organizations such as UN Women and also uh, UNSGSA, it's the United Nations, uh, uh, about the financial inclusion because we are also uh, focusing in the uh, woman entrepreneurship. What is one of your biggest achievement in foreign affairs or foreign I policy? Say it's, yeah, I still, I'm still waiting to have a big uh, achievement. I think that's the, that's the exact answer that I should answer. Uh, I still feel that I'm not enough right now, so I'm trying to be, uh, you know, someone who is more you know, have more achievements in the future. So if you say, if you ask me like that, I would answer that maybe Muri, because uh, that's the world record that I have. It's actually, uh, I was awarded by Muri Indonesia because they recognize I'm the youngest head delegation of Indonesia to Women 20 ever. 
Can you please repeat that again? The youngest ever? Yeah. The youngest head delegation of Indonesia to Women 20. Wow, look at that. For those of you listening right now, um, she is the youngest, okay? And that is a big, big, big accomplishment. When you first get into UN and when you first, you know, again, maybe like a big assignment or, or maybe big meeting against all these world leaders, how do you feel? Do you feel jittery? Do you feel excited or do you feel nervous? Tell us more about that. Um, I really felt nervous because I was the youngest. So sometimes I just don't believe in my ability, but I need to believe in my ability to face all people. But at the first time I was there, of course, there was a feeling of nervousness and, you know, uh, maybe uh, you don't know what to say to people because that's the first time and people are so important people and who I am. And I was like, I don't know what to do, but I need to really, uh, you know, work on it because if I, if I think that uh, I cannot, then that means I can't, you know, so... I should think that I can do it, so I can do it. I think that's the mindset of people that we need to learn and we need to implement in our mindset itself. Perfect. That's a perfect, perfect answer. Of course, if you don't know, you have to learn, right? But if you already have self-doubt right in the beginning and say, ah, I'm not good enough, you won't ever be good enough. Mm-hmm. And this is amazing that you have this achievement and accomplishments at, at a very, very young age. Uh, I know I'm not supposed to ask females, especially about age. Would you mind telling me how old you were when you received the rec- the record, the Muri record? It's last year, 27. 27. <laughs> so she is only 28 years old. Actually, no, 28 years young. <laughs> and she has achieved so many things in life. That's amazing. And how long ago were you in politics? 2015. 2015. Okay. Wow. So it's five years ago. So 23. Wow. Look at that. So when you get to UN, I assume you were like 24, 25. Oh, so you, you, you said you, had, you took three years. So basically at 25. When you're 25, 26 years old, and then you have to face all these very, very experienced politicians who are probably years, who are probably like maybe 23, 23 or 24 years of experience. They have started in politics before you were born, probably, I mean, some of them. Like, how, how do you bring about yourself and how do you talk to them such a way that they, um, they look at you and they actually respect you for your ability or for your, for your knowledge or for your experience or for your expertise as opposed to look at you, ah, this young punk, I don't want to speak to her, you know. There might be some people who are like that, right? So how, back in the days when you, were, when you get started, or especially right now, maybe you can give an advice because you have gone through this period, right? For people that are uh, maybe shy, to want to speak to someone who are very experienced, maybe to a CEO of a company or something, what are the advice that you want to give to them? You need to be confident in the first place. Even if you're wrong, you need to be confident. <laughs> I think you need to be confident and how to be confident is to think that you're good enough. You're good enough and you have uh, education. So you're not afraid of people. I'm not afraid. I was afraid, but I'm not afraid anymore. 
You said bef- you were afraid before, and now you're not. I'm not afraid of any people that I'm facing right now. You know, it's alert leaders and so on. I'm still confident. <laughs> you were saying that you used to be afraid, right? I don't see that in you at all. Even when we first met, I was like, wow, this person is full of confidence. I never thought in my, in my mind that you were afraid before. Never. No, I was actually not a very confident person before. I used to be uh, not confident, but I learned to be confident. The key word here is learn. Something that a lot of people didn't know that confidence is actually a learnable skill. Yeah, I think as time goes by, you have your education, you have your network. But just just believe in yourself that you are enough. Well, I'm still very surprised of what you have achieved at a young age. Something that not many people have gone through it. What are some of the challenges you face? Challenges are you need to face many people that are greater than you and you need to really uh, believe in yourself and you don't have to show to people. That's why maybe you don't know that I was incompetent because I didn't show it to people. I learned to not showing it to people because um, that's just not good to see that you are not confident. But right now I'm super confident. I think people know that. <laughs> but I don't care what people think, but we need to really move forward. And without that confidence, you will stop. You will think that, oh, I think... Uh, I'm not able to do this, you know. I think this is just not good enough uh, for me. Maybe I'm not good enough for this, you know. I think that's the negative mindset that's stopping us from our dream. So that's not good. <laughs> There's a, I always tell people that amazing things happen at the other side of a comfort zone. And amazing things happen the moment you jump and have that, uh, let go of that fear. I always say that also, however, some people just didn't get that. They always assume that, ah, you, because you, are, you have achieved this, that's why you are that. And I always tell them that, no, actually, I have to fight my way to get to where I am right now. I have to yes, do right. so many things to get to where I am. You have to be out of, from your comfort zone. You cannot just stop in your comfort zone. It will stop you. Because, because, you know, fear is just an illusion. It's just in your mind. When you're already there, oh, actually, it's not that, that you know, it's scary. So sometimes you need to experience that first. It, it might seem scary, but when you're there and you're used to it, I think that's good. Mm. That's good. When you first try something, it's always scary in the beginning, right? When you first, even like food, for example, when you first look at a food, you will like smell it, look at it, analyze it. And then, and then, wow, it's actually pretty good. And then you start eating it. It's just that in life, not many people have that, I don't want to say confidence, but more like has that will to appear confidence, even though, uh, because uh, we are so focused on what we don't have or our shortcomings. We are not focused on our strengths, whatever that can be. Yeah, I think uh, we need to focus on your goal first. What do you want to achieve? We want to achieve things so badly. Of course, we will, we will achieve it one day. It's just a matter of time. Is that your goal to become a um, delegate of foreign affairs? Or, or it just, you know, or it just come it's to my final goal. It's not my final goal. Uh. <laughs> I cannot tell you what's my final goal. You will see it later. 
in progress, loading with three dots. Actually, I was thinking that if I might got it earlier, it's even better. <laughs> Everybody's like, ah, oh, if only I read this book sooner. Ah, oh, if only I invest three years ago. People always have that, um, you know, they're, because they're so focused on their limitations. Right, right. So don't focus on your limitations. If you want to go ahead, just go ahead. You don't have to worry about what people think about you. You just stay in your dream. Don't give up. Because if you give up, then everything doesn't matter anymore. You're not afraid. You're brave or things like that. It doesn't matter anymore if you give up. Hmm. Yeah, I always say this to people also. What other people think of you is none of your business. You cannot control their brain, you cannot control their mouth, you cannot control their thoughts. You can only be you. Right. Right. And also right. as you said you know, sometimes sometimes when I when I thought, oh, this person achieved something very big, very successful, I want to be like him or I want to be like her. But again that I, I think again. It's probably not my expertise. Probably it's not for me. So be the best version of your life. You know, be the, the best version of you and don't follow all the people. Don't be a copycat. For example, if someone is very successful in modeling, oh, you want to be a model? Maybe it's not for you. It wasn't for me. That's why there's no way to be there, right? If it's your way, it's going to be that way. So you don't have to worry. If it's your way, and if it's meant to be yours, it's, got, it, it's going to be yours. You don't have to worry how and where it happens. It will happen, right? So I didn't, I didn't even think that I really want to be who I am today. I didn't really even thought about that. You know, sometimes I was like, oh, I'm here right now because, you know, it's really a spiritual journey because there's involving uh, a relationship and such that was failed. Because if my relationship wasn't failed and I was getting married when I was 22 years old at the time because someone proposed me and I rejected them. At that time, if I accepted him, I wouldn't be who I am today. <laughs> That's true. It's, it's, involving, um, it's involving a relationship, but it's really involving a relationship that was failed and such and friendship that was failed, you know. Maybe when I was surrounded by... Uh, you know, someone who likes to party and do such, you know, bad friends, I would still be like that. But because at that time, I, I had a conflict with people. So I had a conflict with some people, with some of my, some of my friends. So I didn't uh, really have a good relationship with them. So uh, I pushed them away and I, I pulled back myself. And because of that, I was thinking, what should I do? If I still be friends with them, probably I'm still partying. I'm still, you know, wanting something very fun all the time. <laughs> because I was like that before. Mm. You get influenced by, by your environment, by the people that you surround yourself with. And it's very hard for people. They realize that this group of people, it's damaging them and give them all this um, negativities and stuff in their life but because they know them for so long it's hard for them to detach right. or to let go yeah right so i didn't know that there was a conflict before i didn't expect it so i was thankful for that <laughs> and i'm still thankful for that and, and yeah sometimes that whatever that not going your way you might be sad at that moment but in the future you might not know that something would 
something better will will be in your life. So apart from you doing your political world, are you still doing modeling or not at all anymore? I'm currently just published my third book, the G20, the Golden Pressure, which is this is a book. So this book is actually um, the perspective of me as the head of delegation of Indonesia to one twenty. I'll send you. Are you Madan? I'm in Bali now. Oh, you're in Bali. They always travel around. Yeah, until now, I'm still always been travel here and there. I'm never home. <laughs> right. That's so great. Can you tell me more about your uh, philanthropy work? Uh, that's my organization. Mm. I created my organization, humanitarian organization for uh, some people to join us to really uh, make a contribution for people, make a contribution for, uh, you know, some some people that need our help, like, for example, in COVID-19 hospitals and things and such, such, you know. So I think that's very important for us to care for others. And it's very important for us to really be involved in that uh, humanitarian organization, especially uh, I was connected to the United Nations. So I think it's very easy for me to really be a messenger of peace or something like that to really help people and in a difficult time, like, for example, the COVID-19 that we have the pandemic right now. Okay. If people were to want to contribute, how should they do it? Uh, which website should they go to so that they can get more information? They can open my dot com. So I have uh, the form here in the website. So you can just fill in the form and it will go to our secretariat. If you guys would like to uh, contribute, would like to find out more, I will put the link also in the description so that you can have a look. And I also will post her website over there as well. You know, I'm still surprised that you, were, you got into politics at such a young age and also for, for a woman, right? Can you tell us more about, about that? Some of them are very humble too, and uh, even though they have a very powerful position, but they want to share their knowledge, they want to share their experience. So actually, yeah, I'm very lucky because I learned directly from the master. You know, I think that's the power of networking. Mm. Because networking is is an effort that you do, but you don't get the result right now. You get the result maybe two years later, three years later, sometimes 20 years later down the road. And it, not many people are that patient to want to network. What are the advice that you can give those people that, uh, that don't want to network and let them know that, hey, networking is it's worth it at the end? You know, for me, sometimes networking is not a, it's not a task for me. So because if I if I go anywhere, I like to talk to new people. So it's actually also my hobby. So I don't think it's really a task for me, you know. So I can wait for something. I don't really uh, want to have a direct competition from that networking, you know what I mean. I just feel happy that I have a broader net network. So don't expect anything. If you expect things, you will 
get disappointed and sad if something not happen uh, happening your way. So I think the best thing is just networking as friends. You know, just you know, just me, like me and you. We didn't really networking for something, but we don't know. You know, because we were we were just okay. I know you, and you know me. We don't know what we can do in the future. I think it's very important for for us to really just be happy in networking and just enjoy it. Mm. Every conference, usually they have the, uh, the networking time. They have the networking lunch, usually. Especially when they have a break or after the meeting, they usually have that networking night. And how do you take advantage of those networking nights? Just talk to people. Just, just be spontaneous. I'm not a person who really likes to you know take advantage of people by being in that network i mean i'm just i'm just happy that uh, i have a brilliant network i think that's very simple because uh, oftentimes people go to networking events and uh, maybe for uh, not in political world but mostly in business worlds what do they do when they meet someone hey nice to meet you my name is so and so this is my business card and you collect all these bunches of business cards and what do you do with them you probably throw it away. Lots of it. Yeah, it's useless, right? Because you, you, you don't get connected with this person. You're like, oh, okay, uh, you throw it away. Useless, pointless. Right. Um, how to get like a genuine connection during networking? That's why I said it's very spontaneous. So if you ask me how, I can't really say that because it's very spontaneous. What they say, what they uh, telling you, you just reply, and that's that's just a nature of flowing conversation. You can't really control it sometimes. Some people connect with you, some people not connecting with you. It's just very normal, just like friends. Some some people understand you, some people don't understand you. You can't force people to understand you if you, even if you explain it. You know, some people just understand you without you explaining. That is the key. Some people sometimes can understand you even without you explaining. And some people will not understand you no matter how hard you explain to them. Right. That's, that's true. That's true. I, I yep. see pictures of you like shaking hands and, and taking pictures with all these incredible people. And I was like, wow, in such mm -hmm. a short time. I think that many people will talk like that when, when you haven't achieved anything. So... That, that's also the same thing when you're being a YouTuber. People will not want to be on your channel or things like that because they think that you're nothing. But when you achieve like certain views, people will, oh my God, please feature me. <laughs> things like that. So it's the same. So all, all, all field, I think it's the same. I'm not necessarily really, really, really good in English sometimes because my English sometimes uh, uh, quite have a wrong grammar or things like that. I don't think that's a problem. The most important thing is that you are brave enough to go out from your comfort zone and you don't have to think about what people think about you. I just want to know how my ex think about me. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's, it's the past. Forget the past. Don't, don't, don't dwell no, on it. <laughs> I was joking. Oh my goodness! I, I'm sure. I'm sure he, he he's like whoa. I don't, I don't really think about them anymore. Yeah, don't think about but it. It's it the past. Just like, I'm just thankful because because of you, I'm here right now. <laughs> thank because you, and I want to thank you also for your time. You have been very gracious to share 
your your life experiences and your advice that you want to give especially in our country in Indonesia women who are involved in politics there are not that many right i think politics is very dynamic so if you can really uh, enjoy the dynamic so don't don't in politics you can't really feel some statement with your heart i mean you can't really take it to your heart because if you take it to your heart you will get angry all the time because people people would uh, you know make a critics about you and people make a bad comments about you it's very normal i don't really care about what people think about me because in politics you need to be very thick skin because uh i saw this interview of melania trump and uh, donald trump they also say that in politics you you have to be very thick skin and you have a strong mental if you don't have a strong mental you have to how 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 should you how will you deal with you know a lot of people a lot of very important people it's very difficult because at the time if you uh if you behave wrongly uh in front of others in politics it's 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 fatal you know so i think that it's it needs to be super careful it needs to be super super um understand the field so i think it's very uh possible for women to go into politics if you really have the power of courage and uh the power of education hmm. in politics sometimes it's you have to you know look left look right not i don't want to say you can't be yourself but it's more like you have to be more consciously aware of what you're saying or consciously aware of what you you are doing especially in public or especially during some kind of big events where it's huge the spotlight might not be on you but for some reason maybe a, a camera is on the way and they're looking they're seeing you doing something that you're not supposed to be doing or whatever and then you get criticized or you get shamed on social media or whatever things like that so do you have to as a politician do you have to when you walk do you have to like look left look right i think it depends on the situation kind of situation we need to really uh, see the situation very carefully because some networking is uh you're very welcome to have a network with all people but some networking is quite political so i think you need to understand the situation in the first place understand the situation in the first place that's that's very very true even in the business world oftentimes when you are networking Also, what is the purpose of you uh, going to that networking event? Are you there to meet people, to connect with people, or as most people do, sell? Whatever that your purpose is, that is the outcome that you're, you're going to get, you're expected to get because you, your focus is on that particular um, goal. Um, I, I want to ask you one last question before we go. Let's say, let's say I want to be in a, in a politic, right, in a political world. However, right now I don't think that I am qualified. I might not be qualified. I don't even know what is the qualifications. Just like you were before, you were, you didn't know what your qualifications are, but you just go for it and you have leap of faith and then that's it. This this magical things happen, right? What are the advice that you want to give to them? I don't think that there's specific uh you know, there's specific qualification to be in politics. But I think you need to care about people. I mean, you want to create a change that that's what important. And some people just not really put in a strategic plan. 
because uh, being a politician, you need to be really good in strategic plan. It's different from a business world. It's very different. It's all a strategic plan, and you need to understand and analyze the situation and how should you behave. There's a lot of things that you need to uh, really understand in this political world. And sometimes, uh, for example, for example, that uh, because I was a model, I still like very beautiful things. I still wear a beautiful, fashionable uh, dress. That's actually is prohibited, but I deliberately wear it because I want to really uh, create a changes that, you know, someone is into fashion and makeup and youth, but that doesn't mean that they're stupid. That doesn't mean that they can't do anything. And that, that, that doesn't mean that if you're educated, you need to leave your beauty. You, you need to leave your beautiful dress, your beautiful makeup. You don't really have to leave that. So I want to change the perspective of people about beautiful women. I'm not saying that I'm beautiful. I mean, uh, when you wear something beautiful or you wear makeup or someone into makeup, someone into beauty, you know what I mean? I think uh, I just want to show people that it's, I, uh, I have my professional work, but I have my private life too of what I like. I want to show people that way that people need to really change the perspective. Of course, some people will be judgmental, but I don't care. I feel that uh, as long as I, I'm not doing anything bad uh, and uh, my goal is to create uh, positive changes, I think, yeah, I don't have a problem with that. I just want to create a positive change and to show people that it's possible. Which, which ties back to what we have earlier and what you said to me also. You don't, I mean, what other people think of you is none of your business. Yeah, right. It's your business. If you are a candidate, a president, candidate of legislative. <laughs> <laughs> of course. <laughs> so that's why I said depends on the situation. Mm-hmm. The, the funny thing is that uh, now that you said that it's forbidden to, to, you know, for women to express themselves, to wear beautiful clothing and to have makeups and stuff in, in the political world. Now I understand why they look quite boring, most of them, women. That's why, that's why Ivanka Trump is uh, a role model for I mean, she's beautiful, but at the same time, she's very educated and she can carry herself well. I think it's very important that we can carry ourselves well when we meet people and networking and conference and such. Because the first impression is always uh, it's always your uh, behavior of attitude, how you carry yourself. Nobody will see you every day. Every day. People will see you when they see you. So when they when they see you, you need to behave the best that you can and carry yourself the best that you can. Not being fake, but you need to really make that yourself. As a, as in politics, what should you do? As in uh, networking, what should you do? Make it your routine, so it is it is you. So you're not being fake. You know what I mean? Because there's a lot of fake people in politics too. Be the best version of yourself every day because people cannot see you every single day apart from social media. If you post every day, then they know who you are. Otherwise, you know, so you have to be the best version of yourself every single day and how you carry yourself so that when you meet someone, perhaps this person might not be somewhat important to you right now. 
when you meet that person. Yeah. But maybe four or five years later down the road, that person might be the one that changed everything for you. That's true. That's why I don't look down on people. <laughs> because we don't know what will happen in the future to them. Wow, this is uh, amazing. Um, but there's so many things I want to ask you. Let, let's close this uh, for now. What's next for you? Next for me is that I will be the head delegation of Indonesia to Italy next uh, next year. And then I cannot say all the things right here. I want a surprise. <laughs> wow, that's great. That's great. I will support you all the way. And through what we're doing at the moment, I hope people see you differently and they see you as, wow, this person is actually someone who is very, very determined and, and uh, do whatever she takes and really learn the ways to get to where you are right now, which is something very important. Right. Don't be afraid because, you know, there's always people smarter than you. There's always people... Uh, more beautiful than you there's always people have better english than you there's always people better than you in every every way you know you just have to believe in yourself you know i, I believe there's better people than donald trump too <laughs> but he believe in himself so he, he is becoming a president right now that's very true because he he is extremely confident about himself he he just so many people degrading him so many people degrading him and you see he doesn't care. He's a president right now. Who is all the people who talk about him, who degrade him right now? They are nobody. But mm -hmm. he's a president. So if I'm Donald Trump, I will not care. <laughs> as you should, because um, as you said, right, be, uh, when all this that happened to you right now, you don't even uh, care about maybe back in the days you have friends that were in disagreements and then you detach yourself and that's why you get into all these achievements that you have done. You don't care what they are doing, whatever. You just focus on yourself and go. Yeah, I, I don't care. And I, I think they don't care about what I'm doing too, which, which is good because if they care, they will ask me to hang out and they will ask me to, you know, always partying, which I don't like anymore right now. I don't really like to go party anymore right now. Like, I mean... If you're a young generation, just cherish the time when you have fun. Cherish the time when you have that time. And when that's over, you just have your own path. Find your own path. How to be successful and make your parents proud. I think that's most important. The mindset of yourself. You need to stop at some point to be always having fun. Because I see some people, some of my friends, they still, they're still doing the same thing five to ten years ago it's shocking that's very true even if you meet them you still like okay you're still all the same like 100 percent the same yeah so basically they, that's because they are they are too comfortable in their comfort zone that way yeah mm -hmm. i think they're happy that way they don't want to change they're afraid of change mm -hmm. and they're just being very comfortable in their place right now but it's people's choice uh so we don't have to be so judgmental of it, but if I can choose, I don't want to be like that. <laughs> mm. uh, let's close this episode for now. Uh, because of the time, I know you have other commitments. Any other last things to say? Be the best version of yourself. Don't be afraid of what people think about you. And the third is that the most important thing is perseverance. Perseverance. Because some people will stop halfway. Mm. Make sure that 
what you want to achieve is what you really want. If you don't really want it, especially you, you, you think to yourself, oh, I can't achieve, achieve this, but if I don't achieve this, it doesn't matter. It, it, it doesn't work that way. You have to achieve it. Yeah. Yeah. Some people say that I uh, I had a bad attitude because since since uh, a kid I always have if I, if I want something I need to have it. It's a bad attitude what people say about me and people talk about me, but I don't care because that's the that's the way that's the effective way to get what you want. Because I really not getting what I want because of that. But I know that there's a negative thing about that maybe, but we need to really. Uh, uh, you know, digest that to be in a positive way to achieve your dream. So one last, uh, whatever that you said earlier, I want to give uh, one thing before we close, okay? In order for you to be number one, other people have to be number two. That's it. Right. Do whatever it takes to be the winner because that is what you want. If you want to be ranked number one, rank number two, someone will be disappointed. And, you know, everybody's uh, definition of success is completely different. Your definition of success is different from mine, right? But the thing is that I don't think that you need to always be number one. Because if you're the best version of yourself, you already be number one. Because mm -hmm. you see, for example, like Jokowi. Jokowi is the best version of himself. And then Ahok, Ahok also best version of himself. So who is number one? They are number one. Just in a different field, you know. Yes. Great. Thank you for your time. Thank you so much. I really appreciate you. Thank you so much for sharing all this wisdom that um, <laughs> they'll definitely be beneficial to so many people. And people, please continue chasing your dreams. And please, just like Jessica here, please persevere and believe in yourself. Well, I don't want to say don't care, but care less about what other people think of you. Right. <laughs> great thank you so much for your time it's it's a pleasure uh speaking with you again after all these years continue success okay and continue reaching your goal i hope you become the delegate for italy and beyond i'm i'm very excited for what's next for you thank you i don't know too because life is a surprise yes and <laughs> continue being the best version of yourself as well and always Again, be gorgeous. Don't care what other people think and always be beautiful when you are at these events. Glowing, yeah? Yes, normal is boring. <laughs> okay. Right. Perfect. Thank you so much and cheers. Bye-bye. Cheers.